1: This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're
0: listening to The Nerd Coalition. Welcome to. No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You Want to be the man? You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids, do big sack sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now?
2: Yeah, here you see, M Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A&E, and joining me is my co-host, not Dion Sands, Prime primetime
0: yeah, what's up, everybody?
2: It's me. It's me. It's the PR. I am me. Yes, we are here. And we're back with another No me to the Wrestling Podcast. And uh I had to say, what a weekend we had, man. What a weekend yeah. we had. And, you, and you know weekend, what? What a weekend. And I'm going to say this right now, because we talked about, you know, our feelings about stuff. We talked about... uh stuff going on in the world, Black Lives Matter protests and all that stuff like that we talked about. We had made a mention on this show and I'm not, this show off the back, I'm telling y'all right now, it's not a political show. I'm, we're not going to get political and then we, we, we. I don't mind talking about certain things but I keep this space for wrestling but I will mention this that we got President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris winning the election this past Saturday and I will It felt good. It
0: felt good. Yeah, no, yeah.
2: And like I said, obviously, look, we was here four years ago when we were disappointed when when you know, Mister Mister Forty Five got in the office stuff like that. And but now, yo, know, it it felt good him pulling out that when everybody's not going to agree, and I know especially in the wrestling community, you know, we had people that would be on the other side stuff like that. But as of us this black podcast that we're on out. Absolutely. It's feel good. It's a good day in America. And people, people got to remember, remember they just made history. We had the first woman vice president ever. Yeah. And she's of Indian and Jamaican descent. So yes, we got our first Indian and first black woman, vice president. So yeah, so it it, it was good. It, it was celebration all across the country and stuff like that. And of course, you know, so, so, so somebody's not going to go down easily. But um, it felt good. I I had to mention, I mean, I, you can't have a big event that happened in American history with the record turnout of votes. This was one of the biggest elections ever where Joe Biden got over, I think, 74 million votes. People really went out there and voted their ass off. After the stuff went off the air, me and Prime talked about it. He's like, Yo, you out there and vote. You registered to vote, stuff like that. And getting people out there to vote and telling them about it, stuff like that. Now, I'm hoping they can. Uh, you know, Georgia got a runoff that they got to do. So, I don't know if you're familiar with what a runoff is. But, um, they got to go back out and vote again. So, I'm hoping. That you know the celebrities and everybody that we can't can help get Georgia going that shit's because they turned Georgia blue. Yeah, yeah, they did. So I want to you know keep doing that. i just, I, I just, you know, I I, I had to mention that man. It felt, it just felt so damn good. Prime, I know it felt good for you also. Yeah, it just felt like you just able to breathe for a minute. Yeah,
1: because uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna say. It. Yeah, yeah,
2: we got yeah, Is it you know? I pick up what you put down. Now I'm not sitting here singing, now we're here saying that. Well, I know now it's confirmed that we now get no stimulus check before the end of the year is <laughs> up. So uh, that shit out of the door. But I'm saying, but hopefully we can go step in the right direction. And then n- number one thing that we gotta get ourselves out. We gotta get this pandemic. Mm, yeah, everybody mm, can yeah. agree whether you know. or we we gotta do. We gotta heal the nation. We got, we, we got to bring them together because we've been so divided for the past four years. We got to bring them together, and we got, we got to get past this pandemic. And when I mean get past this pandemic, I'm saying I want to see a Hall of Fame. Damn it, I want to see SummerSlam on, on the outside. You know what I'm saying? It's I
0: want. A to tragedy. See.
2: It's say see, like you talk be for real, you be sarcastic.
0: No, I'm saying
2: it's a tragedy. Oh, I yeah, mean, it's a tragedy. Two hundred thirty thousand people have lost their lives. We don't need more lives lost to this sickness. So we really need to get this thing under control so we can go back to a way of life that we that we remember. And us as wrestling fans, I didn't go to no wrestling events this year. I didn't go to no comic cons this year. I didn't go to. <laughs> I went to both of them Okay uh, I, I mean hey, okay. yeah I mean you know say, oh. some, so some are more fortunate Than others But I didn't I wasn't able now, to COVID is uh
1: Obviously
2: Yeah I obviously But, but, but yeah. like I said I've had COVID This year Yeah So the shit Wasn't fun at all With me And my wife had it So I, I'm happy for you prior That you was able To go out there And do, do your thing But yeah no it, It's something Yeah you know,
1: People just don't
2: care About diseases and problems, so you know. Yeah exactly <laughs> But, yeah, no, I wasn't able to do any of that. Obviously, we've been in a pandemic era of wrestling this whole 2020 year and, and wrestling all across the board. AEW trying to let fans back in. So, we, I want to get us in a step in the right direction to heal the nation, get through this pandemic. And then, you know, say, obviously, we're going to deal with the other issues that we got going on. And we're going to see if we can make a prosperous four years. We're going to see.
0: Uh-huh.
2: I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I, I'm going. I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt when they're in there, because, you know, I even tried to do that four years ago in 2016. I said, I was doing what Chappelle told me to do. Like, let's give him a chance. Now, that chance is fucked up. So, I'm like, all right, then. But, everybody know, I'm like, say they with Biden and Harris. Like, I'm going to give him a chance to go out there and see if we can turn this thing around and hopefully like obviously people it ain't gonna be like okay they won next week we all be able to go out That's not how it works okay because they're not gonna be present till January 20th and on top of that they gotta And like hope the goal right now is to hopefully by next summer by June July of next summer we can be in somewhat of a regularity of life somewhat and that that will be good, right in time for if you're a wrestling fan, like right in time for SummerSlam, right in time for the beach, right, 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 right in time for all this stuff that we can go out and ain't got to worry about getting sick or worry about people being stupid. You know what I'm saying? So,
1: but yeah, you, I I I hear what you're saying.
2: Yeah, but uh. Let's get into some wrestling news, because like I said, I brought it up because there really is not that much to talk about wrestling news, but I do got to pay the bills. Make sure you got check out SpacesPhilly.com, the black podcast that we're part of right up here in Philly, you know what I'm saying? So, uh... Check that stuff out. Check out the podcast they have up there. Lulu and Pop, Lulon Pop Horror Show, both sides, and The Market Dark Show. You guys should check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well, such as the Nerd Gangs Talk podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues, and of course, your wrestling podcast you listen to right here, the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling podcast. Listen to us all on the apps, such as Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, Stitcher. If you like listen to your podcast on YouTube, the segments that we have from the podcast will be up on YouTube.com. So check out the YouTube Premium. Well, app is the uh, the app as well. It's getting a little colder outside. Well, maybe because if you're up here in Philly like I am, it's going to be it, it, it's like cold. One day you got to get I had to pay all this money for some oil to, to you know to heat up the house for my child for my children. But then it goes to seventy degrees. And I'm like the the fuck. Like go woman ain't no joke. I don't know how it is down there in that shutside state of Florida. Uh, prompt, uh
1: <laughs> sunny.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what's going on with the weather, but I do know this. Y'all if y'all gonna be going outside trying to live some kind of uh normal life, you guys gotta be able to go out there and fight COVID nineteen with your Nerd Coalition Studios mask. That's right. Nerd Coalition Studios has the mask out there and it has the uh NC level up has a mask out there. So make sure you guys go out there and rep ourselves while putting your mask on and letting everybody know what favorite channels and podcasts you guys like to listen to. Get your Nerd Coalition hoodies and the classic logo, and your No Gimmick Seed of Wrestling Hoodie. Since, you know, somebody sold out in the mail, I still haven't got my shirt yet. So, I'm waiting for my No Gimmick Seed of Wrestling Podcast shirt. Uh, make sure you guys check out my man, Prime Nostalgia Podcast, as well. My man was just in the ATL uh, with, you know, the the whole cast of all that. Which, by the way, make sure you go tell them ATL people to go out there and vote, Prime. My
1: bad. I had have... <clears throat> put the phone on me real quick. Uh-oh. Uh.
2: Okay, uh, are, are you there? Nah, there?
1: I was nah, I, <laughs> I was dealing with
2: a uh, situation. Okay.
1: Well
2: nah, Yeah, yeah people, people. You gotta tell people to vote or we You know. Yeah, but since you atl with the, with the all that cast, so I was just telling them about the Prime Nostalgia podcast, and then uh, also check out you know Q Flow the War Drum album. It's on the, the Coalition dot com. You can find all of that, and of course all your uh, gear. Right on the real dot which is at T Spring's also. So, I am going to start off with uh, some somber news that we just got today, and what I mean by that is, Alex Trebek, host of Jeopardy, my wife's favorite TV show, passed away today at eighty years old after he he lost his battle. With was it pancreatic cancer? Yeah, Uh, yes, I believe it was. Uh, it was it's sad news because I remember when he revealed to us that he got um sick, and it's funny because they were they were there just recording the episodes again, and uh, we just seen him on the episode was it literally last week, and we was just like, you know, it was like he 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 looked pretty good. And they were social distancing away from him and everything like that, but the, but he knew, unfortunately, the time was coming, and it, uh-huh. it, it hurt, and it definitely hurt my wife because, like I said, she, she loves Jeopardy, and one of her dreams, and goals, was because every time you ever watch, be, be with somebody and they watching Jeopardy, and she's sitting there getting all the answers
0: right, uh-huh.
2: yeah. and then I, I don't know, my, my wife could be a little bit of stage fright, but. She just sitting there, and she just getting on and so I'm like, "Yo, go win That's some money." And there was two times that she tried to take the, the Jeopardy test, but didn't get on. You know, didn't get on the show. But uh, her I, she always wanted to go in there with Alex Trebek, and I feel bad that she is wasn't able to, you know, obviously go on there. But he's been doing this since the 80s, I believe. I think he was hosting Jeopardy.
1: I'm sure. Say what? They're gonna. I'm sure they're gonna find
2: a way to uh, keep it going. I mean, they probably will. But the thing is, he's not replaceable. Well, yeah, he's not.
1: with the show, they're gonna. I'm pretty sure they'll find like Mark
0: Sanders or
2: somebody. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you don't want to see with Mark said, or you don't want to see with Drew Carey neither. It's like you, it's Alex Trebek's thing, and sometimes when, when that happens, like, sometimes you probably just leave a well enough thing alone because that. It, that, that stuff hurts. Jeopardy right there. Well,
1: it's, jeopardy is not. Jeopardy is a company show. Is what I'm trying to. Say.
0: Yeah, so i, I, they
2: I to do with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they're going to they're, they're going to find another host, but like I said. But the, the Alex, you know, the Alex Trebek thing is is a thing. Now, some people may be wondering, well, why would you bring up Alex Trebek on a wrestling podcast? And I'm like, well, you kind of have to. Because if anybody remembers WrestleMania, and Alex Trebek happened to be one of the celebrity guests at WrestleMania 7. WrestleMania 7 is, of course, the one with the main event of, uh, what was it, Hogan and Sgt. S- Slaughter? One of them. Thank you, Regis. Say what?
1: I said it's one of them. I can't tell you which one was the main event.
2: Yeah, and then he had uh, uh was he he was a celebrity guest and he, he would interview uh like back interview the the rest of stuff like that. He'd interviewed Jake the Snake, uh, Demolition. He was on there, he shared the spotlight with Regis Philbin, who passed away also this year too, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, it was that
1: late last year? Maybe that was late last year.
2: I, you know, I I, I I have to look it up because tw- twenty twenty been that thing. Like you, you be thinking like somebody died last year. Like, oh wait, that was this year. And I'm just like,
0: I've been in this year for like five years.
2: Yo, twenty twenty has just dragged his feet, and yo, he died July 24th this year. Okay. Cool. Regis Philbin died this year also. And it's just, it's just amazing. Uh,
1: twenty twenty got a tra- got a uh, a big
2: body count. Awesome. Oh yeah, it it So yeah, so they you have a picture. WWE put out a statement, uh, putting up a picture of him and Regis Philbin on, at WrestleMania seven, and it's just so eerie that they both died this year. And it's just like, man, you know. It sucks. It, it really does suck. But I, I had to, you know the, the things that he been at WrestleMania and the contributions that, that he made. So that it, it's just like uh, a <clears throat> you can't you cannot you cannot not talk about Regis Philbin without talk about him. You know doing the things he did in wrestling. So you know he lost his battle with cancer. cancer. Sucks. People know oh, people. Oh. They, 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 my, my grandfather passed away to cancer. My mother in law survived cancer. So I, I'm a, of a family of people who have died from cancer and who is cancer survivors mm-hmm. so i come from both sides of the playing field and yeah i I just know the universal truth that cancer sucks ass <laughs> cancer sucks ass. can't can, you know kiss my ass man but you know it's very sad that i i thought he was going to make it like honestly because uh i forgot mary tyler Moore, was a mary tyler moore's friend who had cancer for a long time and she was supposed to die that year. She ended up living like for six, seven more years. Alex Trebek, when he when he told everybody, was it was a last year that he had cancer? I really thought like, okay, he was going to eventually, obviously, pass away. But he was going to make, make it longer than they expected him to do it. And I thought he was going to make it out of 2020. Because I was like, he's actually going back and doing Jeopardy. But I did not know that they, they said if he wanted to have any kind of... uh. Chance at life, like to just to live his life the way he wanted to, that he didn't need to get the treatment, especially at eighty
1: I years old. He just, um, I think, jeopardy just something
2: that he wanted to just do. Feel like, hey, I'm gonna die, I'm just die doing this. Yeah, I mean, it's still a tough, it's still a tough pill to swallow, but yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Me, I'm looking at this. Tony this Tony got a lot think Sean Connery.
0: Kevin,
2: Bones, and Kobe, twenty twenty. Oh yeah. god! And you know what? Because hey, the other year before, like it was twenty sixteen. Like that was a terrible year, twenty sixteen. But twenty twenty tops that one. Yeah, twenty twenty because, like I said, we just like we, we we just lost so many people, not just celebrities, but due to this pandemic in the first place. So it was just it's just been a very unfortunate sucky year. I wanted to make sure I. uh... You know, give honor to Alex Trebek and give my condolences to his family. You know, may he rest in peace, rest in power, you know, to a legend in, in the sport. If they were still doing celebrity stuff for the Hall of Fame, of course, they'll put... Hey, hey,
1: hey, hey.
2: Oh, sorry. I'll just read this. First. my bad. Oh, yeah. I'll just say the, the, the list is going on. Remember, Rocky Johnson died in uh, January.
1: No chance. No,
2: don't, he gonna bring that shit up. Uh, yes, but rest in peace. Alex we do love you. We do. Uh, Moving on here, so, I got some news here about Mercedes Martinez. And, obviously, for those who have been watching Raw, has seen that uh, Retribution, as bad as this group is, is down to just one woman. Before, she came up there, uh, it was her and me, and then she was only there where, uh, they did their promo and that was it she didn't do nothing else and uh all of a sudden she just like disappeared nobody knew what happened to her so then it says Mercedes Martinez is no part no, no no longer part of retribution and she says why she just acts to be you know uh not a part of the faction anymore that
0: makes sense
2: and uh she's back on the NXT roster and like I said Mustafa Ali has shown that you know she's not part of you know the group you know at all and uh for Fightful Selects cause I'm looking at uh, Sports uh website right now and it said Mercedes was removed from the faction uh, was that she had personal she personally requested it there was a report talk of having a replacement member, but then we decided against it for the time being. Good move by that, because they don't need one. And uh, she uh, she tried to do the Robert Stone brand stuff like that, but uh, she asked to be it. <coughs> uh, she said, it is believed that she extended her desire to no longer be part of the faction, and she was seemingly removed by other members to sign new contracts. I, it doesn't really give me like she doesn't really give me a, uh, I, I would say great explanation about it. It don't really even say anything. But I have a theory because you know I, I I think.
0: What's your theory?
2: Well, I, I think my theory is probably is probably not going to be concrete. But This is why I think because I really think retribution at first was a playoff the George Floyd protest. Because I've okay. always said Visigman is racially insensitive. Okay. And obviously this is in his mind because people were out there with the mask on the Antifa's were out there with the mask on. And everybody was riding and looting in in May and June of this year. And that's how rich people were sitting back and watching what was going on. There was no rhyme or reason. You know Saying, but Because there was riots all over the United States. Not just Philly. Everybody want to make a scene? Like, no, there was riots all over the United States because of the anger people had. So, of course, you capitalize on what's going on, and that's how Retribution came off. Because they weren't attacking no Russia. They were just doing dumb elementary shit. They was blowing up uh, power... Tra-
0: arson, yeah. Yeah,
2: arson, yeah, arson stuff a power transmitted, uh, marking their symbol on the thing, and people were taking like, "Oh, the BLM is a symbol of the hate and violence," which is not. And I d- I did see on Mercedes, Marti- Mercedes Martinez's Twitter that I'm not saying this, she's fully, you know, I'm not gonna say to tell you what that woman does or what she doesn't do, but I'm gonna say but she, she she ride with, you know, she ride with BLM, and. She, and, and she, you know, understands the struggle, or uh, what's to go through, and her being a Hispanic herself, you know, what I'm saying I'm not talking about one of those white presenting Hispanics like Bailey is. Okay. Yeah, I'm because you know you got two kinds. You got the straight Hispanics that you know p- people, you know, obviously people, you know, are prejudiced towards. And then you have the the white presenting ones that you you had to look twice. Like wait, but you're Hispanic, like the Bellas. I would never know they have Hispanic until they said something.
1: Uh, <clears throat> so you're saying they look like just white girls? Yes. Okay.
2: Especially when they first came, and then Brie Bella started looking more like Hispanic when they, went, when they started talking about her dad. Bailey, I never know that she she had like had that in in her, but her last name is Mar- Martinez, I think, also like in real life. So and she got a little cake back there, so you know it's, it's coming from somewhere. <laughs> and then Seth Rollins, I think got some Hispanic in him also. But is this, but,
1: <laughs> I just
0: like
1: how you just say yeah
2: just cause she's Latina she got some cake hey, Dude, then, I mean, she, no, you know I said that, no, that that's the wrong, that's a wrong way, to, it's a way to say it obviously I'm just playing everybody I'm not saying you gotta be colored and had a cake back there I'm just saying the cake back there I'm just saying but uh cause you know white woman got the cake back there too uh but I'm just saying that you know uh I don't know if she found the the group or the angle kind of offensive because there were some people out there. that was like, okay, WD, I get what you're trying to do because you've been doing this shit for years, and I'm like, and, and right now it's kind, con- it's very racially insensitive. And then they, they, they now they turn retribution to this whole cartoonish, gimmicky type thing with, with Mustafa Ali, and they all wear these dumb looking masks like Hannibal Lecter and stuff like that, but. It's 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 gone away from what it was at the beginning, and, or, yeah. or or maybe it was a thing where she just looked at it and said, "This shit ain't gonna be going anywhere, well, it anywhere."
1: It still ain't going nowhere. So.
2: Exactly. I'm saying so. You probably wanted to get out of dodge, but that's just my theory. I I, I don't think, I I I'm probably thinking that she wasn't a hundred percent comfortable with what the angle was portraying.
0: I mean, who would
2: have you seen? Have you seen Retribution? I have, but there are people out there who feel as though that that's what we, we, we was out there protesting and fighting for. I'm talking about. I, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying I agree with the riots. I'm not sitting here saying I agree with the looting. I definitely don't because the, all that does is a- affect your neighborhood and affects the people that live in your neighborhood who just trying to get by. But I will say, I f- understand the anger. And it's kind of like, I think you feel the same way, where it's like, I understand the anger. And when it comes anger, to... The,
1: yeah, the anger is uh, understandable, especially when it's from somebody like, of a, you know, or a different ethnicity that understands, rather than just your
2: own. Basically. Yeah. It, it like, 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 when somebody can sympathize with you, or understand... What you're going through, or they can see that w- what you're going through is very unjust. And It's like you're angry with them, and I'm not. And like I said, I'm not sitting here saying, "Yeah, man, they right out there." It's like the people were angry at a time, and then what happened was you had people jump on what the anger was to capitalize on what was going on. Those opportunists, as they call them, Edge called the ultimate opportunists. But they, they were the, op- the opportunists. Of what happened So I don't know I, I think that it, it, it probably could have been the reason I mean She, she ain't say maybe, maybe not I don't know Maybe she just said Hey I'm not feeling
1: this Let me leave Yeah Oh she And
2: her, I guess Oh she probably looked at it And like said true. I mean she been wrestling Since 2000 The early 2000s So she probably Just don't say, This shit sucks mm-hmm. And I'd rather go back to NXT And make a better name for myself Cause I'm not gonna get No screen time up here in the first place Me I mean, yeah, I understand She's been in For a while already But Mercedes Martin, Martinez Can actually do her thing And That's
0: even worse
1: we are, I mean We know
2: who she is right? Like <laughs> yeah, Well good. I mean The rest, the rest of the was, had, Didn't do a good job Building itself up Anyway But the, the, Their juvenile actions At the beginning Was showing It was a clear On the on, a Clear On the On the You know On the protest a play on the protest. That's what it was. <clears throat> also, this year, as I move on, it's 30 years of The Undertaker. And it's supposed to, be, Undertaker's supposed to have his final farewell at Survivor Series. Real quick, I was just going to ask you to see if me, and you can be like, okay, well, we'll how will we do The Undertaker's final farewell? But I do plan on next week's podcast. And okay. the the Survivor Series predictions podcast to do the top thirty Undertaker matches, true. Sure. Yep. All around from when he was on Raw, SmackDown, uh, WrestleManias, all the all at one on
1: ones. So just in general, if I got I got one tag team match. I know for sure. I'm
2: putting on. This I, I was just about to say we can put tag team matches because I know Team Hell No and Undertaker versus the Shield oh. was pretty good.
1: Oh, I wasn't even thinking of that one. It was, he
2: was okay. oh, that was a good that was a good one too.
1: I was thinking of the triple threat
2: ten. Are you talking for vengeance?
1: no. See, alright. Okay. Maybe Okay. I don't see. even know if this is a good match now, it's just good in my memory, but DX versus uh Cena and Taker versus like Jericho and Victor.
2: Oh, I remember that. I remember from Master Square Garden. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was, I don't even
1: remember if the match was good or not. I just remember all them people in one match. I remember it being like pretty
2: entertaining. Maybe if I go back and watch this funny trash. I don't know. Well, good, good moment though. So I say yeah. so, 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 but yeah, but to so celebrate 30 years, that's what I plan is for the Undertaker. But what do you think? Do you think it's really going to be his final farewell? Do, do they try to hurry up and book a match with him because people were saying? Think, go ahead. Hmm.
1: I was gonna say I think this would be his wrestling farewell. So they might try to put, put him in the match. Or they might put him in a Survivor Series match or whatever. Whatever they do with him is I think it'll be his last actual match. But then he'll come back asked young Chicken and beat people up.
2: I think what needs to happen is first of all, they waited too long. It's on it's only two weeks before the Survivor series. Literally, like the Survivor series is before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's it's supposed to because it's usually a Thanksgiving show, but I'm like, but what y'all could have did was not have Hell in the Cell and book Survivor series for a good month and a half or two months, especially we got thirty years of the Undertaker instead of trying to just throw that just throw it all on us at one time. Because then you could have built up the fiend taking on the Undertaker and then the Fiend gets his heat back from Undertaker beating Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania thirty one.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I don't think
2: it's gonna be like a. I think it's gonna be like a squash anyway. Yeah, but I'm saying, but it's like if if, if they go involved because Defeat ain't doing nothing right now. It, Defeat will not join a Survivor Series tag team. So, but however, if they have Undertaker come out and do a promo, because first of all, Undertaker is old school. That guy is a very old school guy, and he knows that when it's time to go out and and have the sunset, you go out on your back.
1: I think at this point, tickets don't go out on top just because he done fake going out on his back so many times. He like, ah, oh, this might be it. This might not. Right? Like,
2: I don't think he know. I mean, well, he, he he called it this year, saying, "I mean, I try get the benefit of that." Yeah, he, he,
1: he said AJ Styles is gonna be his last match. Now he may or may not be at Survivor Series.
2: So. Well, no, he's going to be at Survivor Series, whether he wrestles or not. Yeah. yeah, whether it's wrestling or not, it's, it's not. But I think maybe. <laughs> If you just do a a, a a thing with the fiend, then you know, it, like have him come out, give you Sister Abigail, give you the Manimal Claw, and beat you down like that, and then you then you sit up and then you walk off and you leave the hat and stuff in the ring and stuff like that to say it's over, and you know. But I mean, I I understand. Thirty years later, it has to end the Survivor Series. It began a Survivor Series. It got to end a Survivor Series. I just trying to figure out what kind of plan do they have. Yeah, they might
1: just have. Well, they might just have him just come out and legit do a retirement.
2: You said come out do what?
1: They might just have him legit just come out and do his retirement. Might like uh, have everybody in the ring clapping if he come out. Everybody on the ramp clapping that he come out, and they do the nail in the ring and they put the the jacket, the hat, and the gloves in the ring and leave.
2: You know, he can do that too. Yeah,
1: that's probably what they'll do. Save it for the main event.
2: Well, yeah, you know the main event is either going to be Roman or one of these Survivor. I mean, there's no heat between these Survivor Series matchups, so obviously the main event is probably going to be Taker. Yeah, that's
0: what
1: I'm saying. It's probably going to be him. But that's what the whole show is built around.
2: Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that's probably what they'll do. No match, just a farewell. Maybe when people will come out, like John Cena come out and give him a handshake, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart or whatever, Stone Cold to come out and give him a handshake. Uh-huh And then they stand there Clapping and watching Hogan to come down Probably trying to raise his arm And point to him And all that kind of stuff Oh Yeah no. I, can, I can I can see all this happening
2: Oh god I can't tell you. I don't want to
0: Mm-mm.
2: Uh So moving on from there Um I got some dudes Real quick Sure
1: Which is uh I don't know if it's good and It's weird dude Cause you know We both like power rings, But uh Leo Rush announced that he was in an upcoming Power Rangers movie, or Power Rangers Project, rather, which is Legend of the White Dragon featuring
2: your favorite Power Ranger, no. Jason David Franklin. Is, <laughs> is Leo Rush playing Zach or
1: something, you think? No, it's like an original thing, but he said he may or may not be a Power Ranger in this franchise. So I just wanted to bring that up real quick.
2: Oh, I, I mean that's pretty dope for Leo Rush. I mean, he gave him something to do because since he said he claims he's not wrestling no more, but I'm like, eventually you'll you'll get back into the swing
0: of things. Yeah, he he had a couple of matches
1: here and there, but it's like him Jason Font who played Wes, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: JDF, uh, Johnny Youngbosh who played Adam.
2: Oh yeah, uh-huh.
1: and then C.R. Hannah, who played on the newer one of the newer seasons.
2: Mm, okay
1: it's got
2: a little good lure off oh wow well <laughs> uh, congratulations to Leo Rush I found this I was like we should probably talk about this cause we did cause I know you know more about this did you see the wedding for Johnny Bravo and Rosemary
1: oh yes Oh
0: my
2: gosh. Okay. I did not know this was gonna be mentioned. Yes, so yeah. I did. Okay, so uh obviously impact wrestling, Rosemary's back. So uh Johnny Bravo and Rosemary, uh they, it was having a wedding rehearsal, right? Or was it the mm-hmm. actual wedding? No, the, the
1: actual
2: shabay. shebang. Shebang, yeah. shebang. They have uh God, what's his name? Um James Mitchell. James Mitchell up there officiating the wedding straight uh, devil what, what is she the
1: father of evil
0: or something
2: like that yeah I think so so uh, they're having this wedding on Impact Wrestling they, they do an angle that I don't think has like by wrestling wise has ever really been done on wrestling I'm not sure but uh, you knew the wedding was going to end well because what wedding ends well in wrestling it doesn't well Technically, Macho Man and Elizabeth's wedding ended well, but the reception is when it started happening. You know what? So. A- absolutely. You, you are right about that one. Uh, So they said their vows in front of James Mitchell. And then all of a sudden, the lights went out. And I'm like, oh, what's happening now? And then to my. Look, I grew up in the hood also. I know when I hear it, a gunshot go off. <laughs> I'm like, <coughs> wait a minute. They didn't do that. I come back. John E is like Johnny e. Bravo is laying down with this big red spot over his heart. Like mm-hmm. this guy is dead. Okay, like that <laughs> is the shot. Like he is dead, and he's lying in the middle of the ring with a gunshot. Well, Tommy Dreamer is coming in there. I don't know what he's dressed like, and he's like,
1: oh, I think
2: he was supposed to be like I forgot what he. Did. I forgot. I don't know. He said, "Who shot Bravo?" And then he does the over dramatic. No, and I'm like, wait a minute, get the fuck out! This happened on Impact Wrestling, and I was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't know whose idea was it for this man to get shot in the dark, and I'm like, wait a minute, this man should. Okay, the only way this would have worked, this is Lucha Underground, because. I think it's his
1: it's his thing it's his I think it's his idea cause they have done an angle like this before
2: uh huh
1: uh when Allie was leaving she was going to um to oh my god AEW
0: yeah. she got
1: killed she got stabbed in the neck oh god okay so so yeah so they, they do
2: angles like this when they know the people not coming back so so yeah yeah, well, as I said, because Luciano <laughs> does that. If they're going to write off yeah. somebody, they, they I
0: mean, kill them yeah, all. wrestling. why not have somebody die? You know, so, they ain't coming back. You know, he's kind of too old to be kind of uh, coming back. So, you know, he ain't going to make no appearances.
1: So, why not just do it, have him get shot and, and killed?
2: So, you know. So, <laughs> what do you think of the shooting angle?
1: That a shooting was too much. I didn't know it was gonna be like the way that they did it. It was like <laughs> I thought it was just gonna be a gunshot and like a commotion, and, and he's just on the ground. But they didn't even really turn the lights off, and then had
0: the gunshot. Yes, and
1: then yeah, that's all. Like, well, all right. So who shot him,
2: Like, <laughs> but hold on. But the the, the thing is, I'm like, then you barely heard anybody holler. That, like I so said, there's no commotion. And then he, he just come back and he's just shot at death. First of all, I like how Johnny Bravo is sitting there lying out dead, shot from this, this woman, right? It takes Tommy Dreamer to come up in the ring to check on him. Everybody's just standing around like, wait a minute, somebody shot him? Who would ever do? Hey, this man got shot with his head on. <laughs> <coughs> it falls down with his head on and I, I I just felt as though I thought the whole thing was they were attempting to go for something decent but the problem is it it failed to me it failed because I mean, the acting was bad yes. I,
1: I took it as them being silly just to write a character off because the wrestlers love it that's probably why I like it. all the wrestlers like yeah when I leave I'm gonna get killed and stuff like that It's just I guess it just when you leave, you get to
2: leave your last month of creativity. I guess that's what that is. I I mean, I'm not mad at the idea. It's something different. But I think the acting from the other wrestlers was... Because I say acting can make a scene. And if somebody really comes in and gets a a gunshot, first of all, that big guy that was next to James Mitchell, stuff like that. First of all, anybody say that James Mitchell wasn't standing in the ring? uh, Actually, he, he was. My bad. Uh, but the big it still guy, could have been Chase Mitchell from point blank range. It, it could have been. I say, but everybody, everybody's just standing there like, oh my was, god, he
1: was there at the last killing. He was responsible for the last killing.
2: So. Yeah, everybody's just standing there like, oh my Actually, god, look at this guy shot. It was it
1: was Rosemary last time
2: too that killed
1: him. Oh, so
2: That, that killed the, Oh, so it it it, it could it, it could be Rosemary again. could
1: be a Rosemary curse.
2: Who does? I just want to get you... I, I, I had to bring it up and talk about your thoughts on on on, on, on him getting, getting shot like that. Yeah,
1: I literally... As soon as I sit, like, I... Okay, really, no. I, I don't watch Impact, like, week for week, but I just so happen to be... I just so happen to be watching the segment and, like, not knowing what the title is going to be. Like, you know how, like, sometimes the videos come up and you just watch it? Yeah. So... I had no idea this shit was going to happen. I didn't read it in the title or in the description. I didn't see it. So when I see it, I was like, "I know I not even just
0: hitting no gunshot."
2: So, so I replayed it back. Of course, oh wait, no, it's really it's a gunshot. So then, uh, yeah, so that part I was like, "Okay, I see what they, I see they're doing." Yeah, I, I, I was because they're going to have the who shot John Bravo uh, in the chest. of that. So we're going to do the whole investigation storyline. Throughout the other episodes of Impact, I just thought like if the acting was a little bit better from the surrounding wrestlers.
1: Honestly, I don't
2: even say they bring it up. You think he's going to just die and call today?
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll say, "Where were you?" But I don't think. I mean, if it's if he's leaving, why would you keep bringing him up? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm at. I like when Allie left, she was just dead. Like they were just like, oh well, she dead. Like they they weren't even like, well, oh Allie's dead. Just like. Yeah,
2: she died. Move on. It moved on, like, quick. I mean, I can't get mad so, I can't get mad at you for that knowledge, either.
0: Well, yeah.
1: Nah, because, uh... I mean... If somebody left your company and they got shot, when you really want to keep bringing their name up, they're, like, in another company or whatever, Would you really
2: want to keep bringing them up? You don't, but I do want to have a... If I'm going to do something that uh, direct, uh... That crazy... I want to have a storyline with it. So I want to make sure, you know, see if I can get the best possible storyline with the action that her, uh, crazy and, you know, hateful. I want to, you know, do everything I can to get a storyline. So if he's, even if he's leaving or not, it's like, yo, Rosemary should still want to find out somebody who, who killed her future husband, you know, or, or somebody would like, if there's somebody for Tommy dreamer, at least want to go be on the case and figure out, you know, who did that? Could extend another storyline to lead to something else, also. But I mean, you can still, you still, even when people die, you still want to solve the murder. Yeah. So, I, I, that's I mean, a, they, next week
1: they might be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I, I shot, uh, you know, I shot him, by the way. Anyway, yeah, keep, keep moving. Like, that's, that's just, I don't know, I just feel like that's how they do
2: it. I got you. Well, uh, guys, that really much does it, uh, for the Wednesday Night War. We're gonna we're gonna go into the Wednesday I mean not for the, the podcast, but we're gonna go into the Wednesday Night War. Me and Prime recorded the video version, but we you guys will be the audio. And as that gives our full gear predictions, we already did full gear for you guys, the review, but you guys should listen to it again when we thought about it. And if you if you already heard our Wednesday night war review, go forward by forty two minutes and then we're we'll here to close the closer show. So let's get on to the Wednesday night war. So we are back here for the whole uh, Wednesday night war. And then so we're coming right off the Halloween it. This is going to be the go-home to full gear. And after we do the AEW side, we're going to talk about our full full gear predictions and stuff like that. So it, it, we're going to be here for, for some time uh, for this video. So why not let's just get started right now with NXT that uh, came out strong. And uh, I got the NXT pulled up right here. Here we go. So, NXT uh comes off now. We're off the heels of how we have it, and we got four big matches for t- tonight's card. And We start all we kick off the night with uh Ember Moon. To, well, uh, well, for Dragon Gi- Gi- Gano, they show up while we have it at Halloween. But Amber Moon takes on Dakota Kai with Ra- Raquel Gonzalez. So Moon, a little thickness, is starting to get back
1: in shape. She got the all-white on. So this Dakota Kai. And I have to say Dakota this. Dakota looks amazing with the all-white on. I ain't going to lie. What you say? said Dakota looks good with the all-white on. I'm not even going to lie.
2: Yeah, she definitely did. And let me tell you something right now. These women put on a show. For the first mm-hmm. one, I'm, I mean, like, this was a very good matchup. There was one time Ember Moon dies inside the ropes, and it's like she, her momentum slams Dakota, hit, Dakota head, Dakota Kaze, right in the back of the barricade. That looked like it sucked. And she got up again to do it again. I guess to buy the code, sometimes she walked out the way and she missed it. Good, uh, good move by, by there. Uh, Emma Moon, this is a, a very hard hitting, uh, shot and matchup. And, and there, there was so many times where. Uh, Dakota was getting near falls, and I was like, okay, Dakota's gonna win this. And then, and Moon's getting, I was like, but Emma Moon did just come back. You don't want to give her a, a, a loss just yet. But,
1: um, I mean, <laughs> Dakota is the one with the momentum,
2: so the, f- fair enough. Dakota's the one with the momentum, and they like you, you but th- just to see Emma Moon come back and have a damn good match, uh, it is, uh, it's, it's pretty dope, uh, <clears throat> so. Dakota Kai is pounding is, is pounding away, and uh, uh, was uh, Moon slaps her in the face when she in the, and then she goes and lays with chops and knees and then she goes to uh she, she gets uh Dakota Kai down setting up for the eclipse as she gets on the top rope Raquel Gonzalez knocks her off the distraction knocks her off the top and Dakota gets into like a GTS thing off the top rope that she does now. Which, it, 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 it's not bad, but it's like nobody can ever take it right because all your weight momentum is coming downward. And yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of just like the chiropractor. Yeah.
1: She, know, she can't really do it because you know she don't tour to ACL and all that, so I understand why she don't do it often. Yeah, and it's kind of Jeff Hardy doing a swan time only like
2: once in a, in a week, so you got to be really <laughs> – Yeah, doing
1: yeah. it once off the ladder to the corner of the, of the ring, I understand.
2: It's, yeah. And then so uh with that, she uh Dakota Kai wins the matchup. And uh so great matchup, great opener by, by these two women. Would you agree? Yeah, no, was a good opener. I can't even lie. Uh camera grimes is still trying to shake off the, the haunted house of terror. I am so upset. Right,
1: can we just can we just get this out of the way right now? This whole referee thing is stupid. Thank
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> so Cameron Grimes goes up against Kishida. I have to say, look, look, as which I know you don't like Camera Grimes. It is a good matchup. I, I ain't going to lie. So we, we, get to, we get to the spot that Proctor's talking about with the referee as we go for some roll-ups. And then uh, K- K- Cameron Grimes rolls with Koshida, but the referee got hit in the corner. Then Koshida hits Cameron Grimes into the referee again. The referee falls outside the ring. Now, uh, <clears throat> back in the ring, uh, Cameron Grimes hits a uh, – what's the um, Cave-in? No, with, with that. But I'm talking about the uh, –
1: you know the uh Spanish fly, the oldie.
2: yeah, 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 the, the, the running Spanish yeah. fighter that he all, that he always does to to to, to Koshida. Uh, the, another referee runs down. Uh, but Grimes is scared because there's a zombie referee in the whole in the horn uh, house. So he is like scared of referees now, so uh he kind of he kind of runs around the ring and then uh, Koshida catches He's him. Of the
1: least intimidating in person in wrestling. <laughs> He catch right.
2: him. He catch him in the hoverboard lot, and Cameron Grimes taps out. So Kashida is the winner. So Kashida is really, really uh, building up momentum here in NXT. Uh, Shashi Blackheart wants to challenge Tony Stormblade to prove herself. And I'm not mad at that. Drake Maverick and Killian Dame goes up, go up against Ever Rise. Uh, the match don't really get started because who comes out? Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, shredded, sh- shredded Pete Dunne. Uh, Only Lorcan and Danny Burch. They come out there and they beat down uh, Maverick Damon. You know, never rise. And they come out there and they cut, uh, cut a promo. Actually, Pat, I like how Pat McAfee is holding the camera
1: uh-huh, yeah. as
2: this whole thing is happening. And then he says, and, look, and he, put, he puts the camera up, smile to the best four man team in wrestling history. And then Pat McAfee cuts a promo. Uh, running down undisputed error, what his reasoning for uh, building this group was to take down the undisputed error. They take down a flag and then they say they uh, take out a trash can and burn the flag in uh, the undisputed Era flag in the trash can. Then, as they do, they, they walk to the back. Kenny Dane tries to attack them and, and, and fight them off, but it uh, was a Pete Dunn kicks the door into Kenny Dane and it busts his mouth open and they all drive away. In my personal opinion, I thought that this was uh, this was dope. However, it went a little bit too long. Now, once again, like I said, I know my full time. It was a great promo. Pat Bagby is a natural heel, but yeah. I just felt so I was like, I was like, man, we went from there, and then I was watching. I was going back and forth from Dynamite. I was like, Dynamite went through almost two matches, and then and then, you know they just now driving off. when a second, I was like, this is. I was like, is it long? I don't know, but. Is it probably
1: just they had to add so probably because they had like a match technically and then they had them interfere, then they had them cut their promo and then had them walk out in the same like break.
2: Yeah.
1: Same segment. So and they probably would have separated like that, after that. they attacked them. Maybe after they attacked them, then they came back from commercial. That probably would have been better. But since we kinda like watched them all set up after commercial after the match and all that probably is what helped make it seem wrong.
2: No, okay. Tony Storm goes up against uh, Shazzy Blackheart. Uh, and this was a
1: very pleasing match, at least for me.
2: Well, I know because first of all, Tony Storm got kicked back there, and we know how you started to feel about Shazzy Blackheart.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it is, but
2: yeah, uh, 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 Sh- Shazzy has got like I, I was following her ever since she was on like Swerve City podcast. So I'm just like, yeah, she 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 a real cool girl. She's good looking too, so I, I'm not gonna say that she's not, you know, so she's into the you know the punk rock stuff. So uh they're, they're having a competitive matchup, and then as uh Tony Storm was laid out on the outside by black Blackheart, Candice LeRae is there, and she she sees that black Blackheart's tank is left outside. Then Tony Storm rolls up behind her and with the distraction and it rolls up black Blackheart for the win afterwards, uh cancel Ray. Says you know the problem with having this tank out here is it's like it's in traffic. Only one person out here who can watch this tank. Then this car pulls up. She gets into the car and then she drives over the tank. I don't know if this is on purpose, but like the like the tank got caught on the car, so it really wasn't like running it over. It's just like pushing it. And I know she didn't want to stop because it wouldn't be affected. So like she was trying to get that, that run over thing. So finally mm-hmm. ran over the tank. And then you see that Candice was in there with Ghostface, who was the one that helped her out. Was trying to help her out at Halloween Havoc. because said, "Stay out of our business." And Black Blackheart is just screaming in the ring. So, uh,
1: so are we not supposed to know who Ghostface is? Because I thought we knew who this was already. So,
2: who do you think Ghostface is?
1: I thought it was Indy Hartwell. You know
2: what? Is it he, he? He or she? got Because some people were thinking that uh, Austin Theory was it when it came to helping out uh, Gorgano.
1: I thought it was Andy Hartwell. She's like the same size as Gargano, so I don't know. It 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 is a, it Ooh.
2: is a poss- it is a possibility.
1: Uh, a- afterwards we get a you know. Th- oh, by the way, just real quick after uh-huh. after they ran up her tank, Robert Stone tweeted "lol" in capital letters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the, oh, man, Robert Stone. He he got. We get a Thatch on Thatch ca- uh, wrestling. Uh, when he, he, he revealed the, the guillotine choke, there's a student that's upset, you know, this, this black guy, like, you're gonna be doing this to me too much. Uh, he ended up getting him in the ankle lock anyway. He taps out, then there's another student that comes up, and then uh, Kyle kind of like, throws Thatcher out the ring and over to over the barricade. So, uh, the student is attacking the teacher. Also, Zion Lee's backstage and asks, uh, uh, Commissioner Will Regal. That uh, she needs to challenge Raquel Gonzalez next week, and Rico said he'll take care of it. Hey, what and a
1: random challenge, just throw out there.
2: Exactly. <laughs> next week, John Gorgano will. Uh, well, Io Shirai earlier wants to wants to fight Rhea Ripley. we Ripley accepts Io's challenge.
1: Huh? Makes sense. She's the former champion.
2: Exactly, and honestly, but, you know. this is where I think Rhea is going to get the championship back. She's going to beat. Uh, I don't think yeah. so. And we're going we're gonna to start this whole thing over
1: again. Uh, I don't think
2: so. Okay. Well, uh, Giant Gorgano is going to defend his North American Championship next week against uh, a mystery opponent. It's, both, it's probably going to be Damian Priest again. I don't know. Uh, Velveteen mean? Dream takes on Tommaso Ciampa in the main event. And this is basically a glorified squash match because Dream rarely got any offense in it toward until towards the end. Chopper is beating up on his cast, beating up on Dream and stuff like that. This is obviously probably part of Dream's punishment, stuff like that, which I completely now,
1: I'm not even gonna lie though. As far as the look is concerned, I don't know this this Team dream with the jeans look, the black jeans and the purple shoes. It's a fashion statement that I would probably wear, so I can at least give him that, but any, anything else? I,
2: don't. I mean, well, Velveteen Dream always is good with his fashion stuff.
1: I'm talking about sometimes it's a little too much. I'm saying this is something that I would probably wear. That's what I'm, what I'm
2: saying. Uh, his honestly, he, 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 you know, he reminded me of.
1: And from N.W.L. Oh, yeah, this man came out with pajama pants and and all. He didn't care. Yeah, it, 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 it,
2: it, it was borderline. He, he had that. They that leather kango like it, it was borderline Dennis Robin NWO uh, kind of stuff like that. Rodzilla. Yeah, yeah, Rodzilla. Uh towards the end, Dream tries to come back, try to try to hit the superplex on Champa, uh jumping to the outside. Champa crashes down his neck, and Dream topples over on his head, stuff like that. Uh, then uh Dream hits him with a super kick. Tosses a chair in and then uh refuge chill out the way dream uh try to take advantage and hit him with the cast. But chopper catches dream with a leaping knee. Then uh as he hits the knee, it's like he rolls back up on the ropes and he just catches him for the widow's bell. Then hits the fairy tale ending for uh depending on dream here. So that's uh what, what NXT was this week. So I thought it was a pretty dope episode. So
1: won't we Chompa just losing every week and the next week he just wins in the main event? What are they doing?
2: You know, I'll, it – that's it's good right there. I'm not I'm not necessarily sure, but uh it's like now they try to put Chompa back in the picture. Like I said, Dream is like I said, Dream has been cooled off a lot since like 2017, 2018, early 2019. But uh obviously we know why, and until you know, say he has to eat his crow, we dream probably not gonna get back on top or Back into to thing until like twenty twenty one, if if at all, I'm <laughs> saying. So that's a uh, very unfortunate part about it. But now it is time for AEW Dynamite. So uh, this is the go home show to full gear, and uh, we have uh, Chris Jericho comes out, and everybody is singing the uh, Judas song. Uh, that that song is so over. No matter where he goes. So
1: I it, like it, but then I don't I I I don't like it being a trope now, if that makes sense. Okay. I don't like them pausing to take time so that the crowd can sing it. hmm I just like when it's natural, I guess. Like now they like all right, we're gonna cut it off at this specific point every single time so I can sing it and we can show y'all singing it every single time. Gotcha. I don't know. Well, because I when it it was organic when they first did it, it was like, okay, this is pretty cool. But now it's like, all right, we need a break. (laughs) I don't know, maybe it's just me.
2: Uh, That's Jericho, dude. That's his thing.
1: Uh, tag team matchup, player of first, the inner
2: circle Ortiz and Sammy Guevara take on MJF and Warlord in a tag team matchup. This matchup was pretty good. Sammy Guevara already showing the. That he does not trust uh MJF and doesn't win part in the inner circle. There's a part of the matchup that he goes crazy and starts going outside, diving all over everything. He it kind of looks like he was doing like a Nick Jackson hot tag, if that makes sense. He was just going over the place, diving all over the place, and he was uh you know, uh he he was doing he was doing great. So
1: uh you gotta get all that offense in before
2: <laughs> exactly. He comes to uh, the, the MJF and then uh uh, same outside of the ring, he does he does like a, a a flipping like 450. Uh, and then there's uh, was it Sir Sir,
1: sir Pentago? I think it is Sir <clears throat> and then it's an inside it, joke with that, but I'm gonna just leave that sir Pentico.
2: Okay, well, he goes to give him a high five, and then he was just like, No, nah. so he throws him, he throws his chair at Sammy Guevara, and it turns out to be matt hardy so mm-hmm. that's uh g- g- going into their stuff uh for tonight uh warlord or world did hit the f10 on uh ortiz but they said broke that up but then now since he got hit with the chair he comes he, he goes uh into the ring and then gets uh mjf finish him off with the salt of the ar- ar- arm bar and then um that that's the matchup. So I thought it was I thought I thought it was a real, a real good matchup. MJF charged Chris Jericho at the broadcast booth, knocking him to the ground.
1: Uh, you know, to hit him to the ground. So uh I wonder no, what oh, this oh. is leading to. Say what? I wonder what this is leading to, because I don't this to me it seems like we're not leading to a match, honestly. Well, you know, I said, well we're getting the match at full gear. So I well, I'm saying I don't to me it don't seem like they're leading to a match. It seems like a rules to me.
2: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I it could be a match. I don't know. I'm just saying it just seems like a ruse to they would want to... Why would they want to waste MJ Young versus Chris Jericho this early when they know they can put them as a team and have like a Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn type of thing, but we'll see what happens.
2: I'll never know. They may have another song and dance number.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't... It seems like a... I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. I'm not gonna we'll see.
2: Omega said he's destined to win the tournament against his former tag team partner. Singles debut Miro taking on uh Trent from Best Friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you though. Trent was good in this matchup though.
1: No, Trent is the better one. He is.
2: He because no I can't take
1: Taylor. Chuck Taylor. Taylor has the awful waffle and the grenade. That's probably about it. But uh, no, nah, Trent was always solid. When he was in WWE, he was solid. When he went to the Indies, he was solid. New Japan, he was solid. He's really just a solid wrestler I'll give you a match. So, you know, it was it was solid. I, the whole thing was just solid.
2: I, I agree. Uh, Miro looked good here. Obviously, like counting kind of every move, like he even felt good doing this kind of uh wrestling thing. So I uh, thought it was cool. Uh. Trent tries to springboard on the ropes but falls. I know he not I mean for that to happen. He slipped off the ropes. So that they kind of cleaned it up. He get Meryl gives him a super kick and then uh hits him with the now. I know he doesn't call it the uh the accolade here in AEW, but um, uh the game over. The game oh god. I don't know, that accolade sounds better, but I right, said so you can't use that. And then uh, after the match is over, Miro grabs the microphone and salts Trent's mother again. But Orange Cassie dropped off the top rope and crashed the Miro and kept saving. Uh, okay. Earlier in the day, your boy JR interviews Hangman Page while he was drinking a cocktail about how he, he feels about facing Kenny Omega. And He says, you know, he knows all his moves. He's all about Omega,
1: yeah. times
2: right. He um, says, I think you're nervous. He said, guzzling that drink. Are you nervous, Jim Yeah, I'm a little nervous. If I don't win the Saturday, I, I don't know what I got other than this glass of whiskey. So I'm not even gonna ask you how you feel about your, about your JR promo. Keep moving. Uh, team Taz comes out, and then you know, uh, he said, Yo, for three hours we sat outside Tony Khan's office trying to get two minutes. It was precious time, but he was too busy for me. The Machine Brian Cage is 10-1, and one, and that mox match doesn't count. And he also ranked number one in your ranking system. Who better than Cage? Nobody. He should never even talk. Ricky starts has won 10 out of 11 of his matches, and he's not even in the top five rankings. So what kind of bullshit is that? You know, Taz uh, said. And he said, they got no match in full gear or nothing. He said, Cody, believe me, uh, you know, you can do the work because he got the match against um uh Darby Ooh. Allen. Stuff like that, but uh, I I thought the promo was uh you know w- was, was good and he let them know that it will be a, they will be there in some capacity at full gear on Saturday.
1: Yeah, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna interfere with somebody's match, but I don't I just don't like the fact that they do they have good big men, they just don't use them. So like Lance Archer, he'll be good for a couple of weeks, then he'll lose and he'll just like disappear. Until they want him in a championship match again. Brody Lee, we haven't seen him since he lost. You're right. So, you know, I don't what, know.
2: What do you think they're going to do with Will Hobbs? You think Will Hobbs is going to finally join? Join? Team Taz.
1: Nah. You got to have somebody big for for Brian Cage. Uh, the other big people to, to beat up so that they can look dominant. Somebody else bigger.
2: Fair, you're right. Uh, whatever matches that, you know, I'm always excited about. The Young Bucks taking on Private Party. Uh, this matchup, like I said, was a good – it was a Young Bucks matchup with Private Party in there. I knew Private <laughs> Party wasn't going to necessarily win, even though their record is like 8-9-8 yeah. eight, or 8 9 eight. Uh-huh. On the
1: On the uh, – it was the Semi-Gavard match thing during the match or during the entrance. This was during the match. Okay. All right. We, we'll keep it going.
2: Because, of course, Matt Hardy's out there, and then uh, – Sammy Garza comes out there and gives Matt Hardy a twist of fate on the stage, on 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 the on the on the, the, the rise stage, stuff like that. So, and then uh, Mark Quinn is up in there uh, and they score uh, the B E, the B T E trigger on Mark Quinn. They score the pinfall afterwards. FTR comes in. And I don't like how they. I don't
1: like the. I don't like the name of the B T E trigger.
2: Yeah, I don't like it For either.
1: One. It's not even BTE related. It's 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 a uh, it's the golden lovers finisher. To be honest with you, yeah, Kenny Omega and uh Kota Bushi is their finisher. But mm-hmm. you know, I guess we're gonna steal it and just call it something else.
2: That's they go oh, that's what your bus gonna do. First of all, there's a lot of things about uh, uh. Well, afterwards, they're trying to break Matt Jackson's leg, but then all of a sudden, Heyman, Kenny Omega run down there, and then they kind of you know have a tense stare at each other. I look. We didn't get to talk about this last week. I'm not feeling the way they're forcing this FTR Young Bucks storyline.
1: And- I like the uh, concept behind it because, like, if we don't win, we're not uh, challenging for the, the, the title anymore. Then I mean, they're gonna win because you you can't tell me Cody is one of those people that don't care. You can't tell me the Young Bucks don't want to win the title, their own title after they won every single other title they've been in except for TNA.
2: But that's the stipulation you put when we're at the third or fourth matchup in the rivalry. There's not the first matchup. That makes no sense. And then I know that you're trying to put added pressure so people can come see this matchup. Like the, the name alone sells itself. You don't need any of the extra stuff. And I don't I'm not a big fan of young bucks trying to act more heelish or more harder or more, you know what I'm saying, like like that, because it seems out of character for them, especially especially the way when they was watching the TV. It's funny. But it's still not it just was not, you know, I wasn't cool with that. Uh to move on, Tony Shavani is in the ring
1: with Eddie yeah, Kingston. But the um, I don't we get uh, uh damn
2: what was that? Okay, uh we, we get Tony Shavani in the ring talking to John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, you know, I like how Eddie Kingston be like, yo, man, step out the ring. You, this is my world. Don't be in my world. To so the cameraman, to Shivani, get out of here. And he says, let me tell you something. I'm going to win that championship. That's coming come home with me. And I'm going to go home and show my mom. This is the reason why you don't have no uh, daughter-in-law. This is the reason why you ain't got no grandkids. Because this is the reason why. Like Eddie Kingston, like I, I watch Eddie Kingston in the Indies and stuff like that. And he put his all into his rest of business. But then mm-hmm. Moxie comes up and says, you know what I'm saying, look i uh been there with your family, you know I'm saying? I know your mama, and uh, he, he mentioned her name. We ate together, we prayed together, we did all that stuff together. And now, you know, uh, basically, I know they was that tight, to be honest yeah, with no,
1: you. Yeah, they were, no, they were close.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And he says, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and then Eddie Kingston couldn't even look him in the eye. So they, you know what I'm saying? You're going you to be scared to fail. And it's what's going to hurt you that you're going to have to say, I quit. And then, uh, so it was a very passionate promo between them, even though Eddie Kingston had to walk out. And it was just like, you know, he couldn't even look Moxley dead in his eyes. So I'm curious to see how they're going to book the finish in this I quit matchup. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be, wh- the way Eddie Kingston is and the way Moxley is, this shit going to be brutal. But the question is, how are they going to make somebody say I quit? Like, they got to, like, run over, like, with a steamroll over somebody leg to be like, I quit. Because these guys are gonna go in, your thoughts, and
1: yeah, no, it was a good promo, get everybody excited for the match coming up. And, um, yeah, I'm interested to see what they do. This, I'll just say I'm interested. And returning, the bastard pack is
2: back. And the thing he said, the thing about isolation, you got nobody to play with. I've been here before. Lost, abandoned every day that passed, I get stronger, and faster, and more obsessed. And he laughs <clears throat> like a madman. So, Pax on his way back because you know, saying uh, the travel restrictions are being lifted off certain places to come back into the country. So, like, especially off that, it's been a long lockdown for them. So, that's good. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't see the Alex Marvars interview with QT Marshall and Dustin Rose. And I don't think group. anybody did. Okay, yeah, so
0: Alex,
1: Alex Marva is QT Marshall. That's a cutoff instantly,
2: yeah. I mean, other than uh, Nala Rose ran over Red Velvet and then you know, uh, beat her and then so goes cool. out there and taunts Sheeta at clothesline. She facing her on Saturday, and then uh, Nala Rose finishes off Red Velvet with with Sheeta's uh running knee attack. Big Gorilla pro- approaches Sheeta and tells her that she's going to break her bones, she's going to cry, and she's going to win her championship. And she, I, it looks like they try to turn Hik- uh, Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida and Nala Rose into Gail Kim also called. That's what it reminds
1: me. Well, huh? I you don't know. They, they, um roster has changed so much of what they wanted to do, and they have adapted poorly. I just see that. So I know initially they was going to do like the Britt Baker. They was going to do Kylie Ray, They was going to do, you know, uh, Allie. And then those things changed. The Britt Baker got injured. Then those things changed. And then, uh, I don't know, Chris Statlander got injured. Those things changed. They're doing a poor job at uh, transitioning over to injuries when things happen to people in the company. You I just mean. see it like that.
2: I don't know. It just feels like this writer could have had more heat going to it. It just felt like this was just a throw-on matchup. Yeah, because
1: uh, they said she was the number one contender for nine months.
2: Yeah, and, it, and they didn't do anything with it. I think it, it that's not... That's
1: literally, yeah. she was like... Literally, she was like, I'm going to... Everybody here has a manager. I'm going to be the most dominant person with a manager. But then as soon as she got a manager, they took her off the TV.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, that I ain't like that one too much. Main event time, which to me felt kind of flat. Uh... Cody and the gun club versus uh awesome. Dark Order, Coke Cabana, John Silver, and 10. So Darby Allin was sitting up on the on the balcony up there during this okay. matchup. This matchup was just a regular six-man tag team matchup just to get Cody some offense in and, yeah. and show John Silver can actually work. Uh the uh after the matchup, uh Cody uh was it? Uh, no 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 I'm sorry I'm, I'm not giving the credit to Cody to sign uh Austin gun I'm trying to get these guns there. Austin gun hit ten with a crossroads and a quick draw and pins uh pins them and then uh Cody gets a uh, dark order around the ring and then uh John silvers about to c- c- take a chair and go at Cody c- uh, orangerange Cassie comes down b- and hits John silver uh, in the back of the chair so the dark order leave. Cody grabs the microphone and talks to Darby Allen how, you know, Darby says he will never be the first of TNT, but Cody didn't recruit him personally. And take one last look, Darby, the truth that speaks uh, to you, conscious the lies that a lot of people live. You want the ace belt? Here's the problem, Darby. You're not the ace. Say, Cody, hold of the TNT title. So that hey.
1: was AEW... They can't be calling that the ace, by the way, but... Different company. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know where they're gonna go with that. But anyways, yeah. Uh, my bad. You can finish. <laughs> oh, so, yeah,
2: okay, no. So that was the Wednesday night war. Who won for two, Who won for you? Uh was it AEW or uh NXT?
1: I would get a slight edge to NXT because of um the McAfee promo.
2: Yes, I know NXT won. because first of all, not just McAfee, Emmer Dakota Kai was great. And even though it was a glorified squash match, Chopper and Velveteen Dream was better. I thought that main event was better than the six-man tag match.
1: Well, yeah. Austin, really? You're going to ask Austin Gunn to give you a good match?
2: And, but, <laughs> you're like, the, the, the good look. Like I was like, why this is Billy Gunn's only time in the main event at AEW. And I'm like, why?
1: Because he's uh, 60 years old. That's why.
2: It still looks great. So, <clears throat> <still> uh, <throat> look like we still got time because it, it doesn't tell you how much time you got left until you start running out of time, right?
1: Yeah, I think it'll give you like a when 10 minutes left or something see. Okay, too. well, it's time
2: for uh, our predictions for full gear, so we can run through this real quick. So, we we got a nine-match card. Uh, Serena D versus uh, Allison K is going to be on a pre-show. So I believe okay. Serena D was going to win that matchup anyway. So
1: well, yeah, Allison K is good though, but she um, she's cool. Allison K is cool. Random that they put her in this spot, but uh, all right, cool. Randomly that they didn't even acknowledge Thunder Rosa losing the title. it am just like, yeah, Serena D. Yeah, it, it,
2: it, it kind of felt like it kind of brushed it off a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, so, so yeah, let's, let's get to the main card, which should be good. I'm gonna try to see this on Fightful TV on Saturday, maybe. Okay, okay so Orange Cassidy taking on John Silver. I've mm-hmm. seen, like I've seen John Silver work with Alex Reynolds in House of Hardcore all the time, so I already know John Silver can work. Some people don't even know that he can he can really work that well. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've gone on Orange Cassidy. There's no reason for Orange Cassidy to lose this matchup, and this was like more of a throw on anyway. So I got Orange Cassidy winning.
1: Uh, I have Anna J getting involved and in giving John Silver the win. Oh,
2: okay. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Hopefully we can come back to uh record a review for it. Uh let's go to uh Hikaru Shida.
1: Close, but Close. It to damn it!
2: Okay it to uh going up against Nala Rose. For the AW Women's Championship, so since Nala Rose has Vicky Guerrero with her, does she finally get the championship to, to, to uh, you know, top this whole thing off, or no?
1: I would say, well, for one, this match is—I want to say it's going to be bad, but both of these two women don't jail in a regular match unless it's like a hardcore match or something.
0: Uh-huh. But
1: um, I would say Hikaru Shida wins, and then that's
2: probably when Britt Baker will challenge a carson oh, I got Nala Rose taking it okay if you got if you're gonna make it off off TV for nine months and then Vicky Guerrero's there with she should have been winning the championship so I didn't' gonna try to see what it's like giving her that in the manager not saying she need a manager but just to have it her it, have for that manager there in her corner <clears throat> yeah me personally i i, I, I don't want to try that Okay, uh, Chris Jericho taking on MJF. If MJF wins, he joins the inner circle. So, what do we got? Does MJF join the inner circle, or does Chris Jericho uh, keep him out by winning the matchup?
1: I say it's a no contest. I don't know. I just feel like it's just, I don't know. Like, if I, if I, we're going to have this hard fought battle, and then if I beat you, then you can join me, then we're gonna be best friends. I don't know. I don't I just don't I don't know.
2: MJF don't need to be part of that group in the first place. So I well, think yeah. it's the way it is now, you know what I'm saying? But uh it, it could be like a temporary thing, like you know, like the Daniel Wyatt thing was for a little bit, mm-hmm. or 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 sting and the four horsemen. Let's not talk about that, but uh which
1: time? What Every time, the, time ended the same way. So I mean
2: you're absolutely right about that one. So I I think. Uh, by dirty tricks, I with Sammy Guevara maybe or Ortiz that Chris Jericho gets to win here.
1: Okay. okay.
2: All right. So uh, next, let's go to a uh, elite deletion match. Sammy Guevara taking on Matt Hardy. Okay. So honestly, I think this is going to be our cinematic matchup.
1: Yeah, because, you and know, I last th- time they had
2: it live, you know. So. Yeah. And I think this is going to be the match that they, they they want to show everybody that we're going to do it the right way, because obviously what happened last time was unfortunate, scary, and everything like that, and it, it, was, it was just straight shit. <clears throat> this time, I believe they want to have a good matchup and, sh- and do the finish the proper
1: way. I think this is going to be a mini stadium stampede.
2: Okay, I'm cool with that, but long as it's preview, I think they already probably recorded already.
1: So that's what I'm saying. So it's probably, they probably might go throughout the whole stadium, yeah. or maybe go to an old old school Matt Hardy trope, fighting in the car while a truck driving or something like that as well. So you know.
2: well, I did, I did that would be dope. So
1: maybe I have Matt Hardy, Hardy winning this matchup. matchup. Who knows?
2: Right way.
1: Yeah, uh, you got Matt Hardy winning. I got yes. Sammy winning actually.
2: Because even though Matt Hardy won last time, he really didn't. Everybody lost when that when that shit happened to him. But there's no There's no reason for Sammy and Matt Hardy's rivalry to keep on going. So yeah,
1: yeah. I see that. yeah. So you can. I just have Matt Hardy just
2: close this whole thing out. We did. They just closing it out the right way. Uh, for tag team championships, if Young Bucks lose, they don't. They can't challenge no more. So we got uh, Dax Hardwood. And Cash Wheeler in FTR taking on Something Matt Jackson, us. the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. I want this match to steal the show
1: because of how much. Uh, I, nah, I wouldn't even. I, uh, see, I don't want to give it that much, and then it don't. So I would just lower that a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, because there's, no, there's not really many fans there. So they're not going to be working off that crowd reaction. So yeah. I'm going to lower that a little bit. Be a good match, but you
2: bro. know that this matchup is going to get about 30 or 40 minutes because they want to yeah. make this the match.
1: This is the matchup that people have been waiting on for years. Back to those uh FTR BTV yeah. segments.
2: But see, the, the problem with this, I think, is gonna be a little that's why they try they try to build it up with too much stipulations that don't that don't need to be there, and they're gonna kick out way too many finishes that's gonna bother me. Mm-hmm. That's gonna bother me, I ain't gonna lie. Well, to this is a young oh, bucks match, man. so yeah, so you know what's gonna happen. So I got I guess I got the young bucks winning. Yeah, I
1: got the young bucks winning. And you mean they cannot tell me that they don't want to win their own titles. Yeah, you know, young bucks winning.
2: Yeah, I don't need that.
1: Uh plus they got they got a new book coming out. I don't know, it's press everywhere for that. So, <laughs> I don't unless know. They,
2: unless they trying to show proof of point saying that look, we're not greedy. Like WWE?
1: No, no, no. no. The Young Bucks, I can understand Cody, don't care. The Young Bucks want to win the tag team titles in every company they go with. They want to be like the Douglas. Gotcha. So they got to. The only one they didn't win is TNA, So they got to win their own titles.
2: That's right. you fair enough on that one. Uh. <clears throat> Next up, we have because uh, like I said I, I, st- I got the young bucks win. Also, we have for the TNT Championship, Cody taking on Darby Allen. With we, we, it's not triple threat or fatal four-way like I It is a singles match for the uh, TNT Championship. I didn't even want to get the same result as we did earlier in the year with Cody or early, late last year with Cody when against Darby Allen. And, you know, Darby yeah, he Allen never to kill beaten, him, so. he's
1: never beaten him. Huh? He's never beaten Cody.
2: No, he's never. He has. He's gonna be a lot of people, so it's gonna be a decent matchup. He's gonna go out and try to kill himself, but Cody at the end is gonna get that in crossroads, and this is gonna. He's gonna pin Darby Allen, and then Darby Allen's gonna probably go into a feud with Team Taz because they never really truly got that got their hands on him, like like him and Ricky
1: Stars. They never had that matchup down that before. Okay, so weirdly enough, I'm gonna throw up, go out grow out the limb, and say maybe. Sting makes an appearance. Well, we know. still doing the Sting thing, huh? I think... Cause, I don't know. Some, something tells me... He's been in the balconies like Sting. So something tells me that he's probably brewing something. I don't know. Oh,
2: man. Well, you, I, I knew Sting as soon as that contract was up I was going to leave WWE, but I'm just like, but... I
1: don't think he's going to sign full-time or anything, but I could just see him...
2: I don't Any know,
1: appearance? being in the balcony or just doing something. Uh, so I would say Sting makes an appearance. I would actually say Darby sneaks out a win, and then Cody can go on to doing something different.
2: Okay, well you know Sting is not gonna come there being no heel. That's not what Sting does.
1: Yeah, but Darby Allen's not a heel either. Yeah,
2: you're right. Uh, uh, championship finals. Adam Page taking on Kenny Omega. This to me, I want to be my match tonight. Between this one and something else, so uh this should be a good rivalry match of boss. So, like I said, they got three to four matches on this card. It's like they can all still the show, but they, they, they're going to get some time. And uh this is going to be one of them. But the cleaner's back. He the cleaner is back. Whoa. So Kenny Omega this wins not, this.
1: This is not the cleaner. This is the sweeper,
2: the sweeper. Okay, we're not at the
1: cleaner level yet. We're not at the cleaner y- level yet.
2: Okay, like I said, I know you're more versed with Kenny Megan than yeah, I am. The, the trash
1: collector right now. This ain't, we're not at the cleaner level. You know,
2: well, I, I got. I still got him being at the page here to go mm-hmm. on to, to, to for for that the championship. So oh,
1: you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hack. I think it's gonna it's gonna come out after the Cody matching and, and, and if Cody wins then he'll probably challenge Cody. I'm sorry.
2: I oh, okay. that's a goal too. Peg uh they gotta come back sometime too. But I got I got Omega. Who you got?
1: I got Omega of course. Because uh, Heyman already had his shot and then also it would be full circle Moxley and Omega for the title and uh spoiler alert I think Omega can be the only person that's been built up that can beat Moxie. is all I'm saying.
2: So. yeah, I'm just saying I, I agree with you on that one and get that AEW championship. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, we do have to come to our main event. John Moxie taking on Eddie Kingston in a I quit match for the AEW World Championship. This matchup is I'm just saying gonna be no WEI quit matchup where we're doing submissions all day. I mean, of course they're gonna tease that, but these two guys are some hardcore wrestlers. I have seen Moxley, and CZW. I have seen Eddie Kingston in the indies. These guys are going to kill each other almost on the level that Omega and Moxley killed each other. Mm -hmm. In a a non-sanctioned matchup.
1: But this time it's personal because they're friends.
2: Exactly. So That's what makes this thing so cool. Even though I love my man Eddie
1: Kingston. The neighbor's going to go to uh, his mom's house and choke his mama.
2: Yeah, I'm, um, yo, because that's the only way you gonna make a, a roll ball with a steam roll like that. That that will be kind of that be kind of dope. Like I'm gonna choke your mama mouth. like I quit, muff. You know, what I'm saying? so. I, I think that's why gonna happen. But I got Moxie retaining because I said Moxie because totally I, cool. I don't see Cameraman going against uh, Eddie Kingston. So it's if gonna definitely do
1: that, be. So, I that's gonna be an easy match. I ain't gonna
2: lie. Sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's like I got. So you got Moxie too. Yeah. All right, guys, so that was the Wednesday Night War plus our full gear predictions. All right, guys, that was the Wednesday Night War. And now we're about to end the podcast. Like I said, this pandemic, man, and something's been going on, especially with the election this whole past week, really didn't leave room for wrestling news. Like, obviously, all rate, like with Tuesday, when everybody, well, first, everybody was out voting. then Tuesday, we everybody was out for the final day, and then we had to get the election results, and then we didn't get them until Saturday. Every day, people was watching CNN to see what the results were going to be. So, Rusty took a hit this past week. And, um... I was like, okay, well... It's, uh... You know, there wasn't much to talk about. But you guys can check out com, the podcast we're a part of. Check out the podcast that they have on there, the Lulu and Pop, Pop Horror Show. Market Dark Show, and Both Sides. Check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there, the, the No Gimmicks Needed, Wrestling Podcast, the, the Nerd Gas Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip-Hop Culture and Beyond Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. Check us out on all your podcast platforms, such as Stitcher, Google Play, St- uh, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and check out uh, us on YouTube Premium if you like to listen to the snippets as well. Check out the coalition.com for your Nerd Coalition merch. Fight COVID-19 with the NC Studios and NC Level Up mask. Get your hoodies and get your No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast shirt. Make sure you guys uh, check out Promisizer Podcast as well. And uh, check out the great stuff he's doing over there. And check out Q-Flow, the war drum as well. So, guys, this is it for the podcast this week. Hopefully, uh, Next week, we'll start our Undertaker list of the the top 3. So we'll, we'll do 30 do 15 and then do 15 do 1. So uh have you <laughs> have your list ready right. next week prime time? Okay. All right. So you give us more time. We're supposed to do it this week but we ain't had no time. So um, Yeah, yeah, nice. we got to get more time. Yeah, we, we got got lots of stuff going on. So uh once again, guys, this is NC and the place to be. Joel Turner and D and Dion Deion with prime time. All right, tell. All right, and QFLA, wherever you're at, take us out.
0: Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bath Fitter. Join over 2 million customers, delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bath Fitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.